Arthur Penthello, thank you for launching us into it on a Firekeeper's Casino Friday. It's Michael Patrick Shields. The weekend is here, and uh, in the holiday season, we have Black Friday, where people do an awful lot of shopping on the day after Thanksgiving. And then I think it's called Cyber Monday, when they knock off from work or sit there at their terminal and pretend that they're working. And they're buying stuff online. One of the things that they had a challenge buying online this holiday season Taylor Swift tickets. There were so many people who wanted them. They became like the Cabbage Patch dolls of the modern era. And if you remember that in the old days, those were toys that people just had to have. And every Christmas there was something that parents would stay up late or they would drive hundreds of miles or they would figure out how to get these things that their kids wanted so badly. And Ticketmaster had to actually cancel the public sale because there was an extraordinarily high demand for the tickets and there was insufficient remaining inventory. So whether the tickets got gobbled up by, you know, people who buy a bunch of them and resell them or figured out a way to hack the system online, some parents were waiting like eight hours online to get through. Oh, it was just so crushingly disappointing for some of those young people who wanted Taylor Swift tickets. So we now turn to psychologist Dr. Heather Zack in the East Lansing area, the life coach. She's been through this sort of thing before. She's a mom, and she was a daughter, too. How do we deal with the crushing (laughs) disappointment, putting it all in perspective, of course, of not being able to get those Taylor Swift tickets? Ah, you know, it's so sweet. I have a friend that waited on uh, on the phone, uh, on a phone call for about five hours for the oh. tickets, and I actually haven't spoken to her yet. I thought she had them, but I saw that article last night and made me wonder about it, because that's almost the worst disappointment, right? Once you think you got them, and then if you don't have them, versus the whole waiting and anticipatory, hoping, 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 and then you still don't get through, which is a little more, uh, a little different kind of uh, disappointment and letdown, and disappointment comes with life, and so important that we teach kids about the experience of disappointment, not teach them through our own measures, but, you know, naturally the world will offer that, and how we help them through it is so important, teaching them about life, coping, patience, grace, we don't get everything that we always want, and also when we do, what a glorious experience it is. And so remembering that balance. Don't you feel like a failure, though, if you... I mean, if I wanted tickets and I couldn't get them, I could live with it eventually. But it hurts more when you can't deliver for your kids. Well, th- that's true. And we want to, many people want to go above and beyond for their children and yet, also, what a great experience and an opportunity when you can't provide or get those special tickets or whatnot to be able to have your kids see how you handle that, right? So that's also a piece of the process is the whole modeling of, you know, did I stomp around and was I cussing and, you know, <laughs> being terribly upset? Or was I like with grace of it? Oh, my gosh, you guys, I was on that phone for six hours. I'm so sorry. I didn't get them. But we're going to do blah, blah, blah instead, you know? And, and oh. so it's like it's, it, there's also a dynamic of just watching it through, um, having children watch it through their own eyes, what they get to see with us as, as adults. 
So the, the art of teaching disappointment is tremendously important because life is full of it. So a little redirect might be the, yeah. might be the way to go and hope that that redirect. satisfies Yeah, them. redirect as well as just understanding that sometimes there is no redirect, right? Sometimes there's, there's a process of just this is kind of what it is and how do we navigate through the loss and sadness or disappointment or letdown. And that's also okay, and let's give that a minute here. I used to say to my kids, hey, I'll give you kind of a certain amount of time to recalibrate on something. And it wasn't like a, you know, hard and fast behavioral dynamic, but it was kind of like this awareness. There's so much in life that also we are to be grateful for. You can go and be sad about that. I encourage you to be sad not as long as maybe you might feel like you need to be or you might think you need to be. Give an opportunity for having another experience and recalibrate that. And with that guiding force, my kids were able to oftentimes go into their room and come out, you know, in much less time. Ah, they were in a better space because they also were conscious about that recalibration. So it's the art of teaching us to think through things and, you know, vet through our emotions and not just be taken along for a ride, a whirlwind ride. Yeah, but... Here's the other thing too. I, I don't. I know that these tickets will probably be available on the secondary market, uh, mm-hmm. or through what we used to call the black market. And there will be parents, and I would probably be one of them, who would go as deep as possible into their pocket to try to get something like that to happen. Is that a bad idea? A good idea? You know, obviously, you're trying to deliver an experience at that stage more than a thing. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I don't know that I can say it's a bad idea or a good idea. I think every parent has to assess, for instance, their means and and how often maybe they do that, right? Now, if we're going to dig deep, you know, once every once in a while, I think that again is is probably moderation at its finest and those that dig deep all the time and perpetually want to provide this golden road for their children is, is, oh, is very you difficult. Mean like the white hills crowd is that what you're saying <laughs> no that was not oh, what I was oh, okay saying. did i put words in your mouth i guess i did <laughs> you were trying to there yeah <laughs> here's another well, study my, though uh, that wasn't even in my consciousness but get back on the couch there because what's that for you right <laughs> Uh, just a little class warfare, bitterness, kind of snobbiness thing. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to come back to that, Michael. That's another oh, session. Oh, oh, okay. Fair enough. And uh, speaking <laughs> of money, there was a study now. They handed out $10,000 to participants to see if it changed their lives, to see if it made them happy. Can money buy happiness? If you were earning over $123,000 a year, 10000 big ones didn't move the needle really didn't do much for you but those in the lower income brackets it made a big deal i don't know why you need a study to tell you that but uh, it's a study in money and happiness yes you know it's i i read this study and i actually read one similar to that and maybe it was a a companion a, a year or so ago and it was interesting because you're exactly right that once you get that certain mark it's not going to have the same value as as if you're under a certain mark. But doesn't that kind of make sense, right? It's, it's no different than you sit down, you're hungry, you're so hungry, you haven't eaten all day, and you sit down and you could eat, you know, a lot, and food, it will take a lot to satiate you, and someone else that just ate a lunch is going to sit down and have a salad. And 
And so it's, first of all, a matter of really what you have, as well as also there is a bit in there a matter of perception, too. So I think it makes sense that money in and of itself is not the happiness, but kind of what you can do with it. And if you already have a lot of it, right, it's going to provide, similar to this Taylor Swift dynamic, right, that kind of can tie into that of having a lot and do we then continue to provide a lot and or provide in moderation and are those that don't have much, oh my goodness, to be able to get those Taylor Swift tickets might be a lifetime experience. So it also is a matter of experience and perception of life. Well, let's be as grateful as we can at Thanksgiving time for what we have and how we can yeah. help others and remember that the most precious things are things that you can't buy. And don't forget, too, it's all relative. One man's White Hills is another man's slum. It's Michael Patrick Shields through the AT&T microphone. Traverse for City is more than a place. It's a destination. And for many, it's a dream, but a dream that's reachable and ready every single day. Just a car ride away. Traverse City is diverse, though, from beaches to boating to bluffs to wine and food, shopping and snowmobiling, gaming and golf. The possibilities are countless. So become a regular in Traverse City where you'll feel away and at home because its people are its charm. Visit TraverseCity.com to learn more on our Fab Fall Getaways. Welcome to the Michigan Lottery Show. The fun and excitement. 50 years ago, a jackpot started growing in Michigan. Inspired by fun and prizes for players, this jackpot has helped local businesses. Winning a lottery ticket was sold at the family market. And led to over $26 billion in support for Michigan public schools. Today, the jackpot is still growing. And the goodness it's spreading is a win for everyone. The Michigan Lottery. For fun, for schools, for 50 years. Knowing your limits is always the best bet. So, it's been a while since you've had your jewelry cleaned and inspected, right? Where will you go and who will you trust with your most valuable and treasured heirlooms? At Meadowar Jewelers' four locations in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson, and Portage, jewelry isn't just our job, it's our passion. Each and every piece entrusted in our care is thoroughly inspected by our trained staff against damage or normal wear. And we offer you, our customer, the highest level of quality on repairs and custom designs. Whether it's worn-out prongs, channels, or shanks, it's all handled with incredible care. Medawar Jewelers in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson, and Portage want to help you preserve your memories and offer you options on creating new ones. Come in today for the cleaning and inspection of your jewelry. We continue to work hard every day to earn your confidence and trust. 